Welcome, beautiful souls. I'm grateful and ecstatic to share with you another episode of Boss Talks, where powerful creators come together to uplift the universal consciousness. And today, I have a very special guest with me today, the creator of Lonnie Swank's Vegan Edibles, the baker, the divine baker himself. Welcome to the show, Mr. Lonnie G. What's good, y'all? How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? Man, what's good, man? I, I just want to say I, I'm grateful, you know, for you to you to show up, you know, just to share your energy with me and, uh, you know, just to uplift the universal consciousness, man. Like we need we need more people that spread love, positivity and most importantly, following their dreams, following their passion. So I know you bake, you trade crypto, you trade Forex, um, you're a poet. Uh, you do all kind of different stuff, man. Like it's like just the vast majority, you know, like the the vastness of what you do, man. So I'm curious, man. Like, what really got you started, you know, along this journey, and like, you know, what inspires you to, you know, to to stick with it, and you know, to stay on this. Like, what got you started? Um, man, that's a good question. So <clears throat> I guess I will start with, I guess, kind of just like explaining, just kind of like a bit about just myself, my story. So, you know, in the past couple of years, you know, my life has really changed in a lot of ways. And, you know, for one, one thing that was a really big impact on me growing up was the fact that I was Jehovah's Witness, right? I don't know if anybody's familiar with, you know, Jehovah's Witness religion. But yeah, I used to be in that for oh, like man. almost my whole life, you know what I'm saying? So back in 2017 was when, uh, when I really kind of, I guess you could say, I went through my whole spiritual awakening. You know, I started waking up, started questioning things. I went vegan. You know, I changed my diet. I just started learning a lot about, you know, like the mind, universal laws, all these different things. So, you know, that in itself was kind of like a big foundation to like where I'm at right now. You know, that led to me, you know, eventually wanting to become a vegan chef. And then like, you know, last year, wanting to start an edible business, one of my good friends. And then like, even learning how to trade and, you know, do cryptos and stuff like that, like started last year because I wanted to diversify my income streams, wanted to get more financially literate, you know what I'm saying? But <clears throat> just that decision in 2017 and then even 2018, when I first moved out of my parents' house and I left and I was living on my own, I learned a lot just about myself and just about the world. And it wasn't necessarily always easy, you know what I'm saying? But all those different experiences and scenarios definitely helped me um like expand and like kind of become like who I am today that's what's up man that's what's up so you've been vegan for about three you know it's like along the spiritual journey it's like that usually like where it like like leads because it's like what you put into exactly. your body you know like it's gonna di like dictate who you become because it's like the lively stuff like you putting in good stuff good healthy foods and different things like that man so Kudos to you for that, that right. spiritual journey, man. Like, cause a lot. It's of people, like you just become more, you become more conscious of just like, like what they say, what you put in your body, your effect on the environment. You know, I just started thinking about those things a lot more compared to like before. Like, I'm just like, oh, it's just food. Like, you know, I'm just, you know, I ate whatever everybody else ate and stuff like that. You know. Yeah. Now, yeah, and I it really tastes it. like that's the biggest part of the journey. Isn't like building that awareness and being conscious of what you put inside your body, and you know, like not just like the food, the music, the people, you know, like all the different things that you like allow into your aura. It like it definitely like affect how you just kind of you know act in day to day life, and it's like 
and so like we're like crypto like i don't know like crypto been booming lately like i'm i'm like i want to talk a little bit about that man and like man. like yeah like bitcoin it's like crazy. like i'm like damn it's time to get it man so like it's crazy yeah like so how'd you like come across like crypto like how long you kind of been involved in like the trading and like because and i ask this because like financial literacy is key and i've been reading this book called the secrets to the millionaire mind uh i just finished it this morning and so like it's literally like diversifying your portfolio and like actually knowing how money works and you know like finding different ways to make this income you know business investing in stocks and crypto and real estate and all kind of different ways and so like kind of like what right. what started like what how you how did like crypto come across because it's a skeptic it's a skeptical topic and people are like really scared <laughs> you know like yeah because a lot of people are really yeah a lot of people are really on the fence about it you know but for me honestly it started last year right so i'm actually a part of an educational platform called i am academy right and I Am Academy is really introduced me because I remember like in high school when when Bitcoin was like, what, 5K? Yeah. I remember that. And I never, I never really understood what it meant. I just knew like, okay, it's cryptocurrency. So last year, you know, one of my good friends that I actually run a business with, he was the one that put me on to, um, to I Am Academy and learning about trading and stuff. And I was a little skeptical at first. I'm like, uh, okay, I'm not really too familiar with this. You know, what is this about? But I was like, you know what? Let me take a chance. Yeah. And like, honestly, that was one of the best decisions I ever made because now it's like, I have a whole nother income stream. Like literally being able to make profit from my phone like that. That phone. mentally changes you because I've been so conditioned to just work jobs, working at restaurants, you know, working at bakeries, driving for Amazon, you know, stuff like that. That's how I knew how to make money. Yeah. Like, I didn't really know that I could do it another way. And I don't think a lot of people honestly don't know that either. Yeah. So like, that's kind of how I got into it. And, you know, recently, as we know, it's been booming. Like, <clears throat> I currently haven't <clears throat> purchased any Bitcoin yet. I kind of been waiting a little bit, but I definitely have been make, making some good profits from just like trading it. Yeah. It's kind of too hard to just buy right now. It's like other exactly. altcoins and like, or things that are like you know, it's like more like affordable that at exactly. the moment. Yeah. Like I definitely feel you on that. For but, sure. Uh, but yeah, like trading, like I I I was in the business for a little minute too. I, I was in it whenever they called it our markets live. It Where? was back in like 2017, whenever I was trading. And like that's when right. I got introduced to like crypto and like trading and being able to like like uh bring a different stream of income where i don't have to trade my time for money but now exactly. i can trade my money for more money exactly. you know and so like you can put your money into different vehicles and like it's learning a skill you know right. like like and once you have that skill you could literally take that wherever you want to go Man. whether you're a part of i am academy or you know whatever you do it on your own that's the, the, the i think the best thing that i'm realizing i'm just seeing Cause a lot of people are asking me different questions now like yo how do i start this how do i start that i'm like it's a skill you know what i'm saying once you learn the skill then it's like you can literally apply that it's like cooking i kind of look at it like cooking like once you know how to cook and bake you can literally go anywhere and and do it <laughs> you can literally do pop-up events you could do personal chef you could do whatever you want working restaurants working bakeries it's a skill once you learn that skill 
it'll literally change your life. Yeah, and it's like, it's crazy because you can learn skills that are in alignment with your passions and who you are and what you came exactly. on, you know, you came on this planet to do. To you do. know, like, I, I, I totally feel you on that. Like, I, I, I used to work as a, uh, I was working in engineering for five years. And wow. like, literally, like, like, I graduated from Prairie View, got my chemical engineering degree. I was working for five years. And then along the way, I'm like, I can't keep trading my like my time for like money that I don't like, you know, because it's like it's like where you get your money from, that's the energy you giving yourself. Right. Like, if you don't really like what you're that's doing, true. like and you around people you don't really like, it's like you right like person that you don't <laughs> waking up like. early. Yeah, like right. I have to wake up at 6 a.m. every single day for a meeting with people that I didn't like for five years straight. Literally selling my soul, it felt like. But then along my journey, like I started refereeing basketball and that's like, I love basketball. Like I play basketball my whole life. And then like, I started making, like I started making good money refereeing. I was like, I can make a career out of something I love. That's crazy. I'm like, all right, I got it. I don't I even it. really hear a lot of people that do stuff. I have I don't think I ever met anybody that referees basketball oh, or like referee sports. Oh, man, I don't even hear people talk about that. <laughs> bro, it's literally that's like if, if, if you play a sport, that's literally right. the best hustle you can do because first off, you already know the rules, you know what to look for, and right. different stuff like that. And then like you around kids, they keep you young, you kind of like you running around. Like I got two games today later on after we finish this. Right. And so like literally like it's not too many places where you can go and make good amount of money doing what you love to do. Like doing what you like to do. Yeah. Like a reference, like a, like a middle school game is like $45 a game. It's like an hour. And then like varsity games, like $95 a game. And then you get like two, three games in a night. It's like, it's crazy. Right. It's like, and I just say that as an example, it's like, you know, for you it's it's baking and you know, like, and trading and writing and you know it's like for me it's like basketball and you know writing as well like you know and you know really helping people and it's like you can really like you can really make a life a a living and a career or whatever you want to call it of this this experience doing what you really want to do and i think honestly too like that's what a lot of people because i think like um especially like for my age range too like i'm 23 so like you know most of my friends like, you know, they either just graduating college, they're looking to start jobs and stuff like that. And like, I just remember too, like back when I was in high school, like when I graduated, I didn't even want to go to college. But how I, how I, okay, how I got even got into culinary was in high school, I used to sell snacks, right? That was like my hustle. Oh, I used to sell you chips. You I always sell yeah, chips, drink, Powerades, you know, Skittles. I used to bake brownies, cookies. I had all type of different flavor brownies, everything, right? And I was like my hustle in high school and I sell it to my classmates and stuff like that. And that's what really got me into culinary. Cause I'm like, yo, like I really want to learn how to cook. I'm really, I want to learn how to bake. Like I'm pretty decent at this. So that's what led me to go to a technical college here in Atlanta and, you know, to, to go to school of culinary arts and to like, you know, get my associate's degree. I have one more class, like my associate's degree. Yeah. But long story short, I say all that to say is like, I'm glad I actually went that route because I'm learning a skill for something that I actually enjoy doing yeah. you know what I'm saying because a lot of my friends I can tell like they're in school or they went to school for things that they didn't really care about now they got to pay off all this debt thank god I had scholarships <laughs> so I ain't got no debt 
but you know, a lot of people had they got to go pay pay this debt off, go get a job that they don't really like. You know what I'm saying? But their parents are pressuring them. Oh, you got to go this the traditional route, and it's like I'm not knocking it, but especially like once you start to awaken more and you just become more conscious, you realize like my energy is valuable, my time is valuable. Why am I gonna spend so much time working a job that I hate every single day? You know what I'm saying? Why am I gonna go to school for something that I don't really care about that much, but I'm trying to please society and go the traditional path. I think now people are starting to realize like, yo, I wanna do what makes me happy. You know what I'm saying? And let me figure out ways how I can monetize it and do both, you know what I'm saying? Take care of your needs and enjoy it. Man, that's the biggest facts. And you just literally like, went down my street and did the whole food because like that was literally me i'm 30 and so like i didn't already been through i didn't already seen a lot like literally going like my brother and my sister are engineers and like and they we they went to the same we went to the same school and then they went and got their uh masters my brother got his masters and then my sister got her phd and her masters and like i'm eight years younger than my sister and 10 years younger than my brother so are you the youngest? Like you, sometimes you don't really know what, like, what you going to college for, or what you on this planet exactly. for. Exactly. Like, you're just kind of like listening to the blueprints that came before you, and then like right. along the way, you like, whoa, 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 this ain't working. Like, I don't even like this shit. Right. <laughs> like, I don't even like it. <laughs> I don't even like this shit. And so, like, I, like I've, I've realized this, like. Back in like 2013, I graduated college in 2014, and like right. I was in my first senior year. My first senior year, I had, I got my degree in five, and it's crazy because like along the journey, I was like, man, I don't even want to do this. And I tried to change my, I was thinking about changing my major. I had right. so many different questions. I was like, damn, I'm too deep in it. I gotta just finish it. Yeah, you gotta finish it. I gotta finish it. So, like, you know, I finished it, got my degree, and it was only because of my best friends at the time. Like, literally, like, I met my two best friends through basketball, and then we all had the same classes. Like, I, we all got chemical engineering degrees. So, I was like, all right, man, I'm here. I'm gonna finish it. Right. Whatever. And so, like, man, once you actually, like, once I actually, like, I knew I didn't want to do it then, and I was on an internship making pretty good money. I was making good money at 22, 23 as an engineer. I was making probably, like, $50 an hour or so, and it was, like, it was cool. Wow. Yeah, like, as Damn. a, yeah, man, it's, like, that money, it ain't gonna bring you to happiness. It's, like, mm. how you getting the money gonna bring you to happiness? And so, like, along that, like, I, uh, after I graduated, I started working full time for the same company. I knew I did not want to go there, but I ain't had no other right. no other job. I ain't had. You didn't have no other other job, right? Yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead and just rock it. I was like, all right, man. And then the crazy part is, they make you sign a two year contract, so you gotta beat it, or you gotta pay like the wow. signing bonus back, and you gotta. You gotta what? Oh nah. So they really got you trapped in there. <laughs> oh, it was. Oh, it's wow. That's crazy. And so, like, literally, it those two years, I worked and worked, and I was like, yeah, I got to be here, so I'm focused. And then after them two years, I was like, I got to figure a way out. You know, I got to figure out what it is that Jay want to do. I got to right. figure out, like, something. And so, like, like refereeing was it for me. Like, that came across my uh, table, and, like, my uncle had told me about it. And then I was like, all right, man, I'm gonna give it a shot, you know, see where it can lead me. And then like, it's crazy. Like I literally quit my job, like out the blue. Uh, it was uh, March 9th, 2018. 
I was like, man, fuck wow. this. Like, you know, with debt, like, and you know, going to school, getting the debt, going to the job, like I, I, I did it, I got it all. And like, I'm still working my way out of it now. Right. Like, it's so many other ways you can do it. And so like along that journey, I was like, man, I'm done with this. And I just quit to just go referee basketball. Wow. I ain't know what else I was going to do, but I'm happy. You took a leap. Right, you took a leap of faith. Yeah. You took a leap of faith. And it's, cra- it's crazy when you take that leap of faith. Like, it's that's a good point you say. And it's like, when you take that leap of faith, man, it's like the universe, it's like a puzzle piece. And they all start to come together. Like, I started right. writing down my thoughts. And I started, like, you know, interacting with people that had different businesses and different stuff like that. And then, like, I ended up writing these books. I'm just like, where did this come from? You know, and it's like <laughs> you figured out that you was good at something that you ain't even realized. But if you would have stayed at the job, you would have never known. Never That's known. how I be. That's how I be. What That's literally it? how it was for me. Like when I decided to to lead the Jehovah's Witnesses, because you know I learned a bunch of stuff about it, and it just didn't sit right no more. I'm like, yo, like this is really not what they're trying to make it seem like. And you know me, like growing up, I was always that kid that just questioned stuff and just like. Yeah. I'm the type of person I gotta know why. Like if you're telling me something, you expect me to believe it. I'm like, okay, but why though? It yeah. has to make sense. You know what I'm saying? If it don't make no logical sense, I can't rock with it. And yeah. like a lot of things in the religion was just not making sense. There's a lot of shady, crazy stuff going on. You know, y'all could do your own research on it, but it was a lot of stuff going on in it that didn't sit right. And I'm like, yeah, I can't really, I can't support this. You know, keep in mind, I was like. I guess you could say the poster child Jehovah Witness. You know, I did everything right. I was like the one you wanted to be like. So yeah. for me to do a whole 180, you know, my parents, my friends, family, they like, yo, like, you know, why are you, why are you deciding to leave? Like, why, what are you doing? You know, they make it seem like you're leaving God and this, that, and the third. And I knew for me, like my spirit just knew like, yo, this religion is not for you. Yeah. Like, you have to leave. And it was hard. The first year when I first moved out, it was rough. I remember staying at airbnbs i had to sleep on people's floors friends of mine it was hard that year you know what i'm saying yeah. i don't know where i was gonna live thank god you know it all worked out but that year just really taught me like in your journey there's gonna be moments when you're gonna have to go against the grain and you're gonna have to do something different that everybody around you they may not get it at the moment you know what i'm saying they gonna they may talk about you they gonna say this at the third but you truly know your spirit truly knows what's best for you. And it might not always make sense in the beginning. It was a lot of times in my mind, I was like, yo, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> this is crazy right now. I can't even believe I'm, I'm, this is my life. But when you look back, like they say, hindsight is twenty twenty. You know what I'm saying? You look back and it, it'll make sense how like every single little dot connected, every single decision that you made got you to where you at. If I didn't make that choice to leave and move out, I probably would have still been a Jehovah's Witness. I would have had no edible business i probably wouldn't be trading cryptos you know i wouldn't like so many different things would have not been happening because i would have literally like stayed in that reality you know what i'm saying so i definitely feel you on that like you got to take a leap of faith and like be able to get comfortable with the unknown because that's i think that's the biggest thing i've had to learn like the unknown it seems scary because you know what i'm saying especially if you're doing something that most people around you is not doing i'm pretty sure most of your, your family and peers is like yo why are you quitting this job this is a good paying job (laughs) you know what i'm saying but you was like nah i'm I'm gonna go this route 
Yeah, man. And it's like it's crazy that belief about God is 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 crucial. Like we yeah. we had a similar upbringing. Like I, I wasn't Jehovah's Witness, but I was Baptist. Like I grew up right. like I had I was in youth meeting, Sunday school, choir rehearsal. Right, the whole nine. <laughs> the whole nine. So it's like, no, I fully understand. I'm I'm the the, the one that you like optically, that's who you would think to be like. Right. And so like no, I totally get what you're saying, man. Like, and it's like when you like turn your you know it's like and the thing is you turning your back to really go find god like you're really doing that and that leads right. me to like i mean you you segued into like my favorite question to ask you know like what is god to you you know like what is that higher power to you that you've been on this journey like you know what are your observations about it i would definitely say it's such a good question because people ask me this all the time now so since you left like what do you believe in now you know I've kind of like, you know, done a decent amount of studying of like, you know, different religions and, you know, different spiritual like practices and beliefs and stuff like that. And so far, I would guess you say my philosophy is like, I just believe that, you know, God or the universe or whatever, it's just like, a, it's like an energy source that's like within everything. You know what I'm saying? It literally runs through nature, through us, like literally it's all connected. You know what I'm saying? So to me, you know, I believe that God is within us it's not like a a person in the sky or like you know it's like looking down like controlling yeah. us because when i think back to it you know it's, it never used to make sense when people would say stuff like you know like when somebody passes away or they'd be like you know god needed another angel or something like that like what does that mean you know like stuff like that just didn't make sense to me so when you know i started doing my own research and i started reading even like the bible in itself i realized the bible is very metaphoric the bible is like 80 percent figurative like 20 yeah, percent literal it's just a book of stories exactly so you know there's a scripture in the bible that says you know the kingdom of god is within and i'm like how come they never teach us that exactly jesus, <laughs> jesus and just like a bunch of other a bunch of yeah a bunch of other scriptures too can coincide with that but like i started thinking for myself and i'm like yo like the way they were teaching us is not it because they make it seem like it's almost like you're a victim. It's like they make everything external. So you don't have no control over your reality or nothing. And it's like, that's not the case. Like we were made in God's image. So what does that make us? You know what I'm saying? We literally have the same creative power within us that whatever, you know, you want to call it the source, universe, whatever created us, we have that same power. Yeah. The fact that we can literally think about something and then we could literally go create it. We could get an idea. Steve Jobs had an idea for the iPhone and then it was like, all right, we're gonna make an iPhone. It went from a, a mental, spiritual like thought to like a physical thing. Yeah, that's literally what like that's literally what how he was created, right? Yeah. It started with the word, you know what I'm saying? So I would guess you would say like that's my that's like my belief on God. Like I don't think it's it's a person or something outside of us. It's like it's within everybody. Everybody has access to it. It's just we don't know, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Some people call it the Christ consciousness and stuff like that. Like even all these different religions too, I feel like a lot of the religions, of course they have their own different nuances, but to me, like, I just see the similarities in, in between all of them. Yeah, they also You know, most religions say, just be a good person, treat people with respect, stuff like that. It's, at the core, it's the same message. You know what I'm saying? It's just different interpretations of the same thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, not to get like off track, but like, that's like basically my, like perspective on God. Man, you right on track. You right on track. Like, you know, and it's like, I really love that question. And it's like, before I get to that, it's like, 
Jesus said in some in Psalms 82 and 6, ye are gods. Ye can do everything that I that I did plus more. That was all the proof I needed to like that was in red writing. But like I, I, I like this question because like just something that I noticed along my journey is that uh people's belief about God, you know, people treat people how they believe God treats mm-hmm. them. And then they'll treat, you mm. know, treat themselves the same That's way. Deep. And then, like, and then right. they'll treat other people the same way. Whether you think God is jealous, vindictive, loving, you know, it's like no matter the attribute that you give to God, you start to act that out in your life. Because like you said, like, God energy runs through all of us. So it's like the belief in what you have in your mind and your perspective about that energy. If you believe God is something outside of you. Right. And like you, you have to pray to a third party to get to that. It's like you always be trying right. to, you know, you always be trying to run in like, like a, a rabbit. Always chasing something. You always chasing right. something. It's like something that you can't even get to. But it's like when you know that you and God are one, and that you have never been disconnected, and like it's all in the uh, disconnection is all an illusion because it's, it's like that's what it is, you know. And it's like when you realize that, it's like you know that God is always within you. And then you start treating yourself better. You start eating better. You start thinking better. You start hanging around people that's godlike and divine. And you know, it's like exactly. the, the stuff you attract into your reality is just totally it's different. different. It's like, that's like the biggest mm-hmm. problem in this world is people's belief about God. Man, then it's like mm-hmm. we got so many different religions, and I really like how you touched on that. It's like all of these different religions that like people like used to divide each other you know they all say the same thing whether you whether you like vibe with jesus words krishna the buddha the dalai lama right you know Muhammad. all of them are, you know all of them are really telling you the same thing love the same things you know it's like uh you and god are one like you know it's like jesus said i and the father are one you know it's like all of these different things they weren't people here to say worship me they're saying exactly follow the path mm-hmm. that i didn't carve out like love people like this you know like go try your best to like turn water into wine metaphorically you know like use your powers use your gifts that you got already within you to share that with the world and you right. know like that's really like I, I just i don't know man i love god now, that's a good question because you know that's a, it's one of those questions where like you know it can get really like you know touchy for some people because especially religious people you know like sometimes i don't even talk about it all the times but sometimes it needs to be shared because i think that's the problem too like people just think in such a like what's the word monolithic way like they just think it has to be one way and i think that's that's the beauty of like us as humans on earth like we all have our own different like taste styles creativity yeah. our own different mentalities you know what i'm saying like there doesn't have to be like one specific i guess way of doing things and i think society has really made us think like you gotta just follow one path <laughs> like it doesn't allow for us to have like diversity and differences and stuff like that because i feel like that's why we was all created differently you know what i'm saying if we was all supposed to be the same then we was all gonna be we would all been created the same way yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah, like, it yeah, it don't have to be one way. It's like it, you can have both. Like both can be right. Both are right. Both are the truth. Or all mm-hmm. three are all is the truth. And like, it, like, it, like, it, you say that. Like, I was like in that book I was reading, "The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind." 
it's it's like the the uh, keys to inner will and inner wealth. And so like he talked he talked exactly on that point, and he was saying um, like rich people, you know, uh, rich people don't think it has to be this or that. It can be both. You know, it's like, but who who are you going to be? You know, it's like, and then it comes down to who you're going to be to have both. You know, like mm. you you can't like you can't manifest prosperity and abundance running on like old programming. You know, it's like right. consistent with this. I've been learning that. I've been learning that heavy too. Yeah, it's like you got to you got to let go of those old beliefs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, when you've been mm-hmm. conditioned with something so long, and then you want something else. You have to start practicing those different ways of being. You have to start being those different ways. And so like, that's like, that's just kind of something like that really stuck out with me because it's like, along this journey, like you, you manifest in abundance and like, you know, it's like, we're getting in tune with our like divine self, but it's like, we're still running our old programming. You know, like all the fear that has been uh, absorbed our way and thrown our way with the TV. Right. News, the with news. Religion, with right, <laughs> with all kind of different ways, and it's like we still waking up, and it's like the only way you know to be able to like have a have a solid foundation is to rebuild. You know, it's like you start on a new foundation, like, and that's why I like to to like question God. You know, like so you can know if what you believe in is true for you. You know, because like it is your belief helping you get to where you want to be in life? Do you know where you want to be in life? And it's like, I think about it like that because that's the foundation of everything because your belief about God is what you're going to believe about yourself, then what you're going to believe about people, then what you're going to believe about money and get it's it like money. A, it's like a compound effect. That makes sense. It's all compounded. Yeah, it's, that's it's like, they say, how you do, it's like, like they say, yeah, how you do one thing is how you do everything. It's how you do everything. <laughs> so you always, if you're always thinking of scarcity, like, oh, there's never enough, or there's never this, then you're gonna treat. Damn, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, man. Wow. <laughs> and, and and it's kind of like I, I don't know, like I don't know if this is gonna be relevant, but it's came to my mind. But I also think I think it's like reading charts. You know, like reading like the Bitcoin charts or you know one of the forex charts. You know, it's like it's like I'm gonna stick with Bitcoin because I just like that reference and how like you know it's a such a it's so volatile up and down. <laughs> it so fluctuates. Volatile. And I think right, about it like, heavy. yeah, and I think about it like a spiritual journey because it's like initially Bitcoin was worth zero dollars, zero cents, and right. then along the way a few people started to get on and went to twenty five cent and went back to like twenty cent. You know, it, it like it did its thing, and then it gets to like three thousand and five thousand, and now to this day it's forty one thousand as we speak, right. and it's like. But along the journey, it goes up and then it makes a nasty crash. You know, it's right. like, <laughs> and it's like, what exactly. you gonna do? What you gonna do when it's like, not a it's not a linear exactly. path? It's yeah. not like a straight line. And that's how exactly. I think about like following your passions and following what you really want to do. It's like it's not mm-hmm. always gonna be linear, but it's like, shoot, you stay with it long enough. Bitcoin been around since two thousand eight. Eventually, it's gonna take off. Exactly. It's gonna take off, and it's like it go from zero dollars to 41,000 in 12 years right and then I just think about and I think that's that's one thing I've learned too like you know just when it comes to like you know being successful at something or you know because a lot of people be asking me too like you know like 
you know, just seeing how you like, you know, you go after your passions and like, you know, what you do, like, is really inspirational. And I be trying to tell people like, yo, like, you know, I may make things look good, but like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff that people don't see behind the scenes. Like you were saying, you know what I'm saying? People see Bitcoin for where it's at right now, but they don't see like when it was up and it was down and all that stuff. And it's the same thing with like, with, with like success and stuff. It's like, it's not a straight line. Like there's times when it's hard and you want to give up and you don't know what's next and you're mad confused. And you're like, I don't know if this is going to work. People looking at me like I'm crazy. People talking about me, you know what I'm saying? Can you handle that? Yeah. Can you handle that? That, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that's one of the biggest things I've learned. And a lot of times that's why a lot of people, they, they have a lot of things that they want to do. I seen this, I seen this growing up when I was Jehovah Witness and when I was leaving. A lot of my friends and stuff, they were mad creative, mad talented, but they didn't have the courage to want to like leave the religion and like truly go after what they wanted because they was too caught up in what their peers are gonna think and what their family gonna think, or like, oh, they're gonna say this about me, or they're gonna say that. Like you gotta you gotta be willing to like, you know, kind of go through the mud for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not gonna always be easy in a way, but like you said, if you stick with it long enough, and that's for anything in life. You stick with it long enough and you be consistent and you keep believing in yourself and you know like the universe got me like it's going to work out in my favor that's one of my favorite affirmations everything is working out in my favor even when it seems like everything's falling apart everything's going to trash yeah people leaving your life your friends switching up on you it happens but it's almost like it's i don't even want to say it's a test but it's almost like it's really seeing like okay like are you really down for the count are you really about it because when you come up you're going to be you're going to be grateful you're going to be glad that you stayed with it you know what i'm saying and the thing is when you start to vibrate higher when you actually start to take that journey it's like i don't even think about it as a test no more i used to i used to think about it like that too but it's like yeah the people are removing themselves like and you're removing people and then it's like you're exactly. making room for the light i had just tweeted this it's like you're creating room for the light as you go and follow your passions and go against the grain, you know, like you're not taking the same path that everybody's taking. Like when you're taking the path that everybody's right. taking, everybody be like, oh yeah, like it's all good. Like, right. like, you know, but it's like when you go on a different route, it's like you kind of taking that route by yourself. And then it's like, right. you gotta go in and, and be the person who you need to be, vibrate to the frequency that you, you know, to love frequency or whatever frequency you 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 strive for. To attract those people that you seek you know it's like because it's like that's all we're trying to do is find ourselves here you know like on a spiritual level it's like we souls and all we want to do is connect with each other right but it's like we want to connect with people that's like on our wave and like can help us like shine our light and help us get to the next level and it's like i i, I be thinking about it like that it's like like you were saying like everybody like i believe that to the fullest about what you're saying like about uh, your friends that are the creatives, like everybody's creative. I believe everybody has a mission, a message, a talent, you know, some kind of yeah. creative uh, power within them that they let like fear hold them back from, you know? And it's like fear of what yeah. people might say. Fear Sometimes of- it even be fear of like, you might be too successful or fear of like, I feel like that was me sometimes. Fear that you might be so good that you like, I don't even know if I can handle this. I handle it, yeah. That's a real thing too. That's a real Sometimes thing. Sometimes it don't even be so much about other people. It could be an internal thing. Like, I don't know, like, yo, what if I just really am like really great? Could I handle this? People have a fear of like messing something up. 
or like what's it called? I think it's called imposter syndrome or yeah, something imposter, like that. Hey man, that helps yeah. you. Like you could be really great at something, but you let that like let you not go after it because you feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm not qualified and maybe I'm not good enough. You probably Damn. really are qualified for it. That's real than a motherfucker. That's real. Bro, like, <laughs> it, it, it's funny you say that because, like, I really, like, because it's, like, I, like, it's crazy. Like, I feel that because it's, like, I know all the stuff that yeah. I've been through, you know, like, and you talking to my shoe right now because, like, sometimes I, like, I think about that, you know, <laughs> even, even, like, and it's, like, I just don't let that stop me from, like, going forward. But, like, those thoughts cross my mind, like, how can you handle a billion dollars? How can you handle right. all these people, like, you know, looking for your help? You know, how do you handle yourself? You know, like, that's a real, like, that's a real thing right there. And it's like that imposter syndrome, it's only a, a it's only an illusion. You know, right. it's like, people handle it's it. Like, you don't have to, you don't even have to think about all of that. It's like, we we start, that's the overthinking whenever, whenever that comes. Yeah. And that's something that I've dealt with a lot, too, to be honest, like, overthinking and just being over and overly analytical of stuff and, like, worrying too much, like, man, what if this doesn't happen the way it is? What about this? Like, just thinking too deep into things, which is not, it's, it's like a blessing and a curse because it's like, I love that I can go there mentally, but sometimes you be going down the rabbit holes too much and then you start yeah. questioning yourself and you wonder, oh, I'm not actually good at this. Like, for my chef thing, for example, like, just building my chef business and, like, you know, running this edible business, like, I ain't really had that much experience, like, running a business. I'm like, yeah. sometimes I was like, yo, can I really do this? Like, but then I think too, like, yo, there's people younger than me, people that's probably nowhere near as skilled as I am that's doing this. So like, if they can do it, I know I can do this. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes our, our own mind can be like our own enemy because we just just be thinking too much. And then it'd be, it'd be funny because then you got people that see your potential and they like, yo, like you inspire me. And then yeah, you yeah, in your yeah. mind, like overthinking like crazy. And the whole time you got people telling you like, yo, you're actually like good enough like you're actually like you could do this like you really inspirational so like that's what i had to realize like like Kanye said in the interview one time like people are like limited by their own perception of themselves you know what i'm saying most of the time it's how you think about yourself that holds you back you could have people on the sidelines cheering you on like you got it you got it you got it but if you don't really believe it yourself then it's like it doesn't even matter what anybody else is saying. You got to be your biggest cheerleader. You got to be on biggest fan. Facts. Because yeah. it's like, it's going to be people that support you. But if like, if you ain't really supporting yourself and really like putting your heart and your all into you, it's like, you, it's like none of the other stuff even matter. Like, that's a good lesson. Like something that I'm going to remember and like keep in. Because it's like, bro, like it's crazy. And it's like, when you talk about people younger than you doing it, it's like, yeah. it's like it's like it's crazy and it's like people older than you too that right <laughs> it's, it's really crazy because it's like you look at it it's like man i can do this so much better but it's like when you say that it's like a lot of people complain about what other people be doing and like how they run their businesses and how they run everything but it's like if you don't complain about it go do something about it Thanks. you know it's like Thanks. it's like you have the mind you have you like you are good enough you are you know you have everything within you that you need it you know that you ever need and, and i think a lot of that too comes from like um like childhood like we talking about like healing and stuff like i learned that too like a lot of the stuff that you like experience as a kid like that really like affects like your self-worth and your self-esteem and mm -hmm. how much you believe in yourself because if you ain't have if you didn't really have parents that like encouraged you and like, you know, stuff like that, like that affects you. 
Yeah. You know, I know some people, they didn't have parents that was like really supportive or really like, you know, they made a talk down on them or said different things. Yeah. So like, I be thinking about that too. Like you got to go back and heal certain aspects. And I'm like, you know, I've kind of been getting into that more too. Cause like growing up, like I was never like that. Like I mean, I, I wasn't a really nostalgic person. Always thinking about my past. I'm always a more future oriented person. I'm like, yeah. all right, what's next? I did this. What's the next thing? I'm always like thinking further ahead. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I've even had some friends of mine that like, they like have helped me to realize that like, you know, you got to like take some time to like, you know, sit down, like heal and like think about your past and like start going to therapy and stuff like that. So you can really like address those things because sometimes those things will still come up. Oh, no. They, know, they go I, Stuff up. that you went through with they your parents, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It really affects you a lot. Mm-hmm. Like not, and they they show up in different ways. It's like you are like the spinning image of your parents, you know, or mm-hmm. whoever raised you. You know, it's like their mindset gets implanted and transferred you. into you. Thanks. And it's like if you don't go back and say, "Oh, how did my parents look uh, view money? How did my parents view God?" Right, you man, know? that's a big one. Yeah, and then like, and then like your actual, y'all's actual interactions and how like. You know, it's like if you were open and they were open and like things that they wanted you to do, you know, it's like, now I, I, I'm really, I'm really there with you. And it's like, it's crazy because like the universe has a hell of a funny sense of humor, man. It's like, I've been living <laughs> on my own since I was 18. I'm 30 wow. now. That's crazy. So like when I quit my job two years later, I ended up uh, moving back in with my parents and then like my sister stays here and then my uncle stays here as well and so like I, I moved back so I can live my dreams so I can live my passions I can work on what I need to work on stack my bag so once I'm ready to go I'm like fully me and ready you know but it's crazy when you live with your parents <laughs> and your siblings as a as like when you old it's yeah. crazy because it's like every single thing that you were triggered by when you were little it is magnified and it comes up like wow. and so like it's like it, and it's crazy when you talk about healing it's like i'm healing these relationships like you know trying to get my mom back healthy and get my dad healthy and help him with his nonprofit and help my sister you know and it's like they're helping me as well grow and you know to get through these different like traumas and things that you know we perceive growing up because it's like like i wasn't cool with my siblings until like to really like four five six years ago when my nephew was born and so it's like you got to sit there and talk with them and you know rebuild that relationship and like you know really that's really relatable man that's really relatable man and it's like it's crazy it's like i don't be talking about it too much but it's like man and it's crazy because like the universe is it's funny because it's like i did not want to move back like i was living in dallas for uh for five years after i graduated and then I moved right. back to my hometown in Houston. And then now it's just, it's been a wonderful experience. Like, you know, it's it's been very triggering, but like I had about a year and a half, two years here, I'm about ready to dip because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel you. You get to learn so many lessons by reflecting on your past and like actually talking to people yeah. in your past and like realizing who you were so you can know who you want to be in the future. Right. That's something that I've been realizing, too, because, like, you know, even me, like, you know, moving out and, like, leaving my parents' crib, like, you know, with the religion and stuff, you know, our relationship dynamic is a lot more different now. You know what I'm saying? They don't really look at me the same. So that's something that i kind of been, like, kind of been having to, like, deal with. 
because it's like even with my siblings and stuff like that, you know, I could definitely tell you look at me differently now since I left. I'm like a whole different person you're compared different. to like. I was like, just about to say that you. Were <laughs> I'm a whole different person than like who I was like a couple of years ago. So it's like, I could even just like sense that, and I be feeling like, you know, I really want to like you know repair our relationship in a lot of ways, but at the same time like, it is a two way street. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how I look at relationships. So it's like, you could definitely be doing your utmost to put your effort in, but at the same time like it's on their side too to be like, all right. You know, we want to, I want to come together and like, you know, fix X, Y, and Z. So like what I've been learning is like, don't put so much pressure on yourself to feel like, you know, you got to fix everything. Cause I do feel like I used to like have that role, especially being an older sibling. But I'm realizing too, like at the end of the day, like, you know, regardless if my family's like super into my life or not, like at the end of the day, like, I just want to have just a common ground of respect. Like yeah. you don't got to, you don't got to like what I do. Well, I don't have to like what you do. Yeah. But at least, like, we family, like, you know, I respect what you do. Yeah. It's all love. That's just, like, my mentality. That's my approach. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people, you know, they got some really, like, some really hard, you know, family issues. And they may not talk with their family or whatever. So, you know, but at the same time, I understand, too, like, you know, life can be short, at least in the physical realm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't want to ever, like, go out on bad terms with people. Because it's, like, to me, it's just, like, people fall out over the most meaningless stuff. And then, like, they pass away and you're at the funeral. And you're crying and this, that, and the third. And you know, I'm like, oh man. For the rest of your life. Yeah, you like you gotta live with that for the rest of your life. Instead of you could have just repaired it when they was alive and you don't feel that sense of like guilt or like, you know what I'm saying? Cause that's a real thing. I've I talked to a lot of people and they feel like I wish I would have spoke to my mom or I wish I would have spoke to this, that, and the third. And then like they pass away and it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's a really good point that you brought up, though. No, nah, I mean, that makes sense, man. It's like we all on our journeys. Like, you know, like we're like we came here for, you know, to get an experience. And it's like, right. like our families and like our friends, you know, whether they resonate with the frequency or not, they doing the same thing. You know, they're just on their journey, like remembering who they are. You know, it's like and it's like, you know, it's, it, it's like just that respect, you know, and like having that love, you know, it's like you know, give the love and like, you know, like, I wouldn't say expect it, but it's like, you know, keep giving that love and like, I don't know, there's just something I like, I kind of like with my family, because it's like, I do feel like I have to fix everything and I'm the baby. I'm the baby in my family. Right. So like, I don't know. It's like, I know it's a different dynamic. And so like, I don't know, a lot of the yeah. stuff, like when you like the youngest, it's, it feels like it's all on you. And it's like, it's never that. That's crazy though. Cause I'm the oldest and I feel like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I, mean, like, I noticed that I noticed the dynamic though the oldest and the youngest most of the time usually got to carry most of the weight yeah because everybody like really like you know it's like when you're the oldest you got to like grind through a lot of stuff and like you got to like you the first to you do the test, it so you it's the like, test to yeah, right you the first you go through everything yeah. <laughs> and then like as the baby I'll say from like my perspective it feels like everybody has already lived their life already then been conditioned and then they just are the way they are and then they just react they just act and like you know it's like you looking and like like, <laughs> right. like you don't even you don't really know what's going on and so it's like it feels like people just like like i don't know for me it feels like people don't accept you people don't like like want to like i don't know it's, it's a whole bunch of different ways that it can go and it's all an illusion of the mind like this this is the other part that i've been thinking as well it's like i've been addressing these different relationships and like how i can make them better 
And it's like, I had to retell the story that I, you know, the re retell the story that I like that I created in my mind from past experiences, because it's like, even though you feel that way, even though I felt feel that way or felt that way, like I realized like it was only an illusion. Like it wasn't like how I perceived the experience. It wasn't exactly that because it's like, it's three sides to every story. My side, they side, and yeah, you know, and it's like, I want to know all the perspectives. I so then I can be like, what's my truth now? You know, and yeah. so like I took a few like life coaching classes, did some therapy myself, like like getting help. I want to start going to therapy too. And that's something like, that's on my like, list for this year. Getting help is like the most important part. You know, hiring a coach, a mindset coach, a money coach. You know, like I didn't took taking some life coaching courses, like I just spent tens of thousands of dollars on help and like taking like little classes and stuff. Like I got this little, this, uh, I had took this one course with this guy. Uh, I don't know if you know, Jim Spivey on Twitter. Nah, I never uh, heard of him, but he, he, uh, in Houston, he had this program. It's called the IM program. And so like, man, like literally I got, I got to write out all of my thoughts, like all the, like everything that was holding me back. And then I got to write out what I wanted my relationships to be like with my mom, with my dad, with God, with myself, with my sister, with my community. Like I had to rewrite it out to like say, this is who I want to be. And then now I have a constant reminder. And that's like the biggest part for me is like having something to remind yourself of the divine being that you are, or, you know, or the powerful being or whatever you like to call yourself you know, having something like to remind yourself, like this podcast and us talking about this has been an amazing reminder. It's like just kind of feeling uplifted and like tweeting right. about it and, you know, like writing about it and like getting your, your loving thoughts about yourself out to the world. And then you have right. something to remember yourself by. That's real. That's real. Yeah. I'm gonna definitely have to start checking in and stuff like that. Cause you know, one thing I learned too, like just being on my own is like, you know, kind of like having to like I guess like reparent myself <laughs> in a way you know what I'm saying I kind of definitely have learned like wow like I have to like actually this is this is a different level of accountability like I realize that like now like yo like this is your life you know what I'm saying nobody else is really making the decisions for you like this is yo your journey and I definitely think that's like a big one you know what I'm saying you know, I guess like as you know, as you get older and you go through life, but that's something I've learned a lot. Accountability is like a really important thing. Cause at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, you may have you may have went through certain things when you were younger, but like like they say, you may not be responsible for your trauma, but you're responsible for your healing. You're responsible to like, yeah, that really blew me when I heard that. I was like, yo, that's deep. Cause it's like it makes sense. Cause a lot of stuff that we went through as kids and stuff like that, or the things that we was taught and that we learned. We didn't really have no control. We was just like going with the flow. You just a sponge. Yeah. yeah. But now that you're older, now it's like, all right, you got to be accountable. So being an adult is, you know, being accountable, being responsible. Like, all right, this is what I went through. Let me start working on this. And, you know, I'm really honestly like, per se, like, I'm so I'm glad I'm connecting with somebody like you because it's like, it's just like dope to just like meet other people that kind of just like understand that understand your language in a way, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes I'll be trying to have these conversations with other people and I'm like, y'all not really hearing me. <laughs> Bro, that, literally, literally. I, feel, I appreciate that. For sure, man, appreciate you, man. Dang, like this has been just a dope conversation, man. Just, 
you know, just just reminders to like just to heal and to follow my passions and you know, like just to really just take that time to reflect on who it is that I've been, who I who I am now and who I want to be. You right. know, like those those questions and asking asking that of yourself is crucial, man. I'm curious, man. Like, like I know this is off topic, and like I know like I, I, we go wrap up soon, but I'm curious, yeah, like, cool. what what's some of your like musical like influences and and, and like you know, <laughs> be jamming? Like, I, I don't know why that just came to my mind, but that's like, a good question. Yeah, like, I love talking about music. All right, so man, currently, well, let's say I guess we could do all time first. All time, like my favorite, I listen to a variety of music, you know, rap, R and B, pop reggae, electronic. I listen to a little bit of everything. But like I'll probably say rap and RB are my favorite. So like my favorite rapper ever, J. Cole. J. Cole. Of course. J. Cole, Yay, Drake, who else? Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Childish Gambino, Travis Scott. Uh who else? Big Sean. Logic. Sean wanted to go. Um who else? It's a lot of other people I can't think of all the top of my head. <laughs> but uh recently, um, I've been listening to a lot of like um Larry June. I knew you were about to say that. I knew you were about to say that. I knew it. I yeah, knew. Larry June is fire. I like I like what he raps about. Um, who else? Don Kennedy a little bit. Um kind of fell off after that. Uh, Chance the rapper a little bit. Yeah. Kind of just like a little bit of everything, to be honest. For sure. I like a variety. But that's basically like, you know, like my main, like my main favorites that I've been rocking with. What about you? Uh, for me, Larry June, he he didn't crept into my top five in these last two years. That's crazy. <laughs> Definitely in the top five. Uh, Mick Jenkins. Oh yeah, Mick he Jenkins. I listened to Mick Jenkins a little bit last year. He's nice. Hey, he Mick slept Jenkins on. wanted to go, man. Slept. He slept on. on. Uh, yeah. Yay, of course. You know, and that's the goat. That's the goat for me. Him and Jay Z, like I, I, like I heard just, yeah, just come out. With oh yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, I forgot a whole bunch of people. Yeah, so like my top five. This is my top five personal, uh, yeah. and no particular. Well, I say so. Kanye, Larry June, Mick Jenkins, uh, uh, Big Sean. Did I say Big Sean? Nah, you didn't say Big Sean. And then uh, Big Crit. Big Crit underrated too. Big Crit, man. I was just man underrated so that's yeah. my top five and like you know i listen that's to five I, I like maroon five imagine dragons uh tammy paula uh, you know about tammy paula no i haven't heard it uh-uh. oh you gotta check them out they're like a dope like alternative type band they're nice yeah one republic uh man it's Coldplay. So Coldplay, daughtry nickelback like I, I listen a little bit of everything as well you know it's like like i, I like to like listen to good music that influences me in a positive way Word. you know uh, like a lot of the music that be super trash out here and you can see people acting trash because of what they yeah. listen to <laughs> i know you i know i knew you listen to like positive and uplifting music just with the vibe man so Word. Like, i just i like i was curious about that because like and then like it was funny because i like, like when you like pause i was like he about to say larry june <laughs> <laughs> I did you already know that's crazy oh no yeah i've been rocking my one of my friends put me on him last year when i went to um la she played a song by him and i was like oh he's nice because i'm the type of person like like i don't i mean i'm not really super like particular like if it sounds good or like if i like it yeah. then like I'll, I'll give the artist a chance i'm like all right 
you play this one song, all right, let me go check out their discography and I'll just go listen to like so many others, their other albums. So Larry June, she played that one song, forgot the name of it. She played a song by him and I was like, oh, this is nice. So then like on the flight back, I was just listening to, looking through all his projects and I listened to his music. Yeah. Like, oh, he's nice. Like, I like I like what he be rapping about and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, he's, he's dope. <laughs> yeah that's, how, that's how it was my little cousin. I had went to go visit him uh, one weekend and he was just playing June. He had like a June mix. And he was just going through the songs. I was just like, why would this? You may have rapping about smoothies, yo. <laughs> bro, he made, bro, he made drinking smoothies cool. Like, you he know how long I've been telling cool, people yo. to drink smoothies? <laughs> I've been telling people to drink smoothies for like the last like five years, five, six years, bro. And then yeah, that's my thing now, out, man. You come out with the smoothies. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's I'm, my I'm, thing now. Oh, yeah, Wiz Khalifa, too. Oh, yeah, Whiskey. Oh, yeah. Currency. And currency, too. Currency. I saw this in the currency. Andre 2000, Nas. Outcast, really, just in general. Yeah. But, um, it's something Nas, for sure. Nas is nice. Yeah. I probably would pick Nas over Jay Z. I like Jay Z a lot, too, though. But I'll pick Nas over Jay Z. I, I might be a little biased with Jay Z. Me and him got the same birthday. And so. Oh, y'all both, uh, Sag. Yeah, man. So, what did you say? I see your birthday just passed, right? Yeah. So, like, man, he got this song called December 4th. I play that mug every birthday. Oh, that's that is December 4th. That's crazy. It's on the Black Album, man, bro. You know what I noticed, too, though? Like, all the best rappers are, like, well, some of the best rappers are Geminis. I'm a Gemini. Yeah. Kanye, Kendrick, Andre 2000, Tupac. Who else is Gemini? I'm trying to think. That's some heavy hitters right there. That's a nice. Yeah, all of them were Gemini, yo. <laughs> they just got way of words. Yeah, like it's a few. It's a few. Like, uh, like I, I got a couple in mind. Like, I, I got, I got at least two that's gonna be pretty live. So I got Jay Z and uh and and Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox is a savage. Jamie Fox, sense. yeah, he, yeah, and he got like he's hella he's versatile cool. though. Yeah, he's <laughs> versatile, like cold. <laughs> yeah, man. But appreciate you for coming through, man. This was definitely a dope conversation. So as we wrap up, let everybody know where they can find you at, man. Cool, cool. So y'all can follow me on um on IG and Twitter. My IG, my Twitter handle is the same. So it's basically Alonzo Vibes, A-L-O-N-Z-O-V-I-B-E-Z underscore 23. And then on my Instagram, you can find my chef page and you can also find my edible page. So um, and then my Twitter, my Twitter is basically the same. You can find my edible page on my Twitter bio. Um, I also do have a podcast as well, too. I could probably just send you the links and everything mm-hmm. that you could put in the bio. I got you. But um, what else I wanted to say? Oh, yeah, too. So I also am in Atlanta, Georgia. So I don't know if you got any listeners in Atlanta. But um, I do meal preps as well. I do meal preps and I have a cooking class every single Sunday. So, you know, I teach people how to make different recipes. It's like $10 every Sunday. I do meal preps. I got my pricing and all that stuff on my page. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Man, go and tap into the vibes. Go grab some of these vegan edibles. I know I'm about to cop me some soon. Go tap into the love vibrations, man. He dropped gems as well, man. So go follow Lonnie, man. Tap in. Appreciate y'all for taking y'all precious time and energy to listen to us, man. Really hope y'all got something out of it. Some healing, some love, some divinity. Go get some money, you know, go get some money, go follow your Facts. passions, live your dreams. Like, don't let nobody stop you from, like, don't let yourself stop you from uh, living your passions and manifesting the reality that you want, man. 
Talk to y'all. Talk to, see y'all next time. Peace. All right.